Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome Indies Podcast. This is Michael. This is Lawrence. Hey, Michael. Hi, Lawrence. How are you? I'm great. Hey, I'm here with sometimes co-host, Josh. Hello. Hello, Josh. Thanks for sitting in again on our uh, very special toy episode. Hopefully, this is, comes out as a bonus episode. We're trying to do a cop month or a cop sextacular, six weeks, seven weeks. We're just going to talk about cops in the 80s and how great it was to be a cop. So uh, we want to give you this toy episode. It's no way in any way a re-recording of a broadcast <laughs> that we lost somewhere on the internet. And this is no way being recorded right after we just did another episode. <laughs> so I ca- I've got two questions. One... Did Michael flick us off when he was doing the countdown? Yes. And two, did you just take like four five-hour energies between recordings? <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing the funk. Uh, so, Michael, you mentioned we're going to do cop movies. What what What's next in our cop movie? Assuming – all right. So let's just say it. We've – Naked Gun. That's out there. Uh, Police Academy 5. You may have heard it already or if not, it's on its way. What's after well, that? We wanted to do Stakeout with, I think, uh, with Emilio Estevez. And Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus. yours, people. Um, <laughs> but before Stakeout, what should we do? Uh, imagine a world where you could just go to Key West and wear a cut-off T-shirt and just blend in with the locals. Even though you, you're used to that that frosty tundra of the upper midwest in chicago illinois and your name is billy uh, crystal um, and your name i was gonna say imagine a world where billy crystal is a chicago police officer yeah, yeah. that's kind of terrifying so hopefully we'll do running scared and hiding out those are on our schedule for right now no, but running scared and stakeout hiding out's a I'm completely sorry, different john Cryer movie <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy Maxwell Hauser and hiding out. I think it's fantastic. But yes, uh, Stakeout and uh, and Billy Crystal as a cop, if that's a real thing. Yeah. Okay. So then we'll be done with cops for a while, and then we'll probably talk about something else. Probably. Probably. We'll see. (laughs) Unless it comes around the way of the World Series, and then we'll just talk about that for. No, we have another podcast. We'll 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 do something different. Uh, do you have any uh, top dads or anything you want to talk about for this week? I just told you everything I wanted to talk about. Okay. In the last episode. Okay. Um, one thing uh, we talked about on previous episodes, but I wanted to touch base again, the lineup uh, for the funny stuff on TBS. I think it's amazing. We yeah. we talked about the guest book, I think privately, but I, did we talk about it on the show? I don't know. I don't think so. Josh, do we know? Now, so. when we talked, you had not watched the guest book yet, right? Like you told me, Mac was in it, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, Mac from Nightcore." I was like, "Mac, Mac from Always Sunny." I'm like, "That guy does a lot of work." And then I, and I find it, and I'm like, "Oh, he, Mac is in it. Mac is in it from Nightcore. This is amazing. I'm glad Mac's still doing work." Yeah, uh, and each week it's a revolving cast. Uh, I love it. It's the same people it's, that did. My name is Earl, and. Uh, uh, Raising, Raising Hope. Hope, yeah. My son's two favorite shows of all time, yet 
uh, I don't think he would like the guest book or would like it. I don't even know if I've let him. It's pretty. He's older now, but it's pretty adult. I just can't imagine him liking My Name is Earl. <laughs> Favorite show. Loves it. Still watches it to this day. Has seen them all ten times. Um, from the uh, from the Bluth family, maybe is in a show called Search Party. Did you watch any of that? I saw the first season. Yeah. The second season I, I don't, is not I out don't though, know. Right? Are they doing a second season? I don't know. But I heard they were. But I I uh, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm an app purchaser for the TBS. I would say I may have gone around. I watched it on the app. I may have gone around yeah. it. It's a app. Oh, okay. I'm just saying there's an app out there. But there's Oh, I watched it on the app. But there's Andrew Tribeca uh there's also Wrecked, which is just a total spoof of Lost and I love it cuz I was like I've never really been into a TV show like Lost before. And Wrecked makes fun of the whole thing, and they make fun of pop culture. It's the best. I really like Wrecked. I think it's pretty good. Uh, but also, have you seen People of Earth? Uh, no. I, I mean, I've seen, I have seen some of it. It, it, has, it has a bunch of those guys in it, like a bunch of funny people. Who are like They're always like the tertiary funny people in every other show, but they put them all together in this People of Earth show. Uh, it, it's pretty good. I, I, I would recommend People of Earth. Uh, so search party season two is coming out shortly. They're going to do two episodes a week for five weeks. So that's how that's happening. So I, I'd like to throw in a plug for, uh, something I think I've talked to Lawrence about before, but yeah, it's not, it's not on currently they're between seasons cause they do short seasons, but, uh, dirt gently's holistic detective agency, yes. <laughs> which is, Amazing! It's good. I watched it. Oh, so you have, I watched yeah. it based on your rec. season. Season two is coming in the the fall or early winter, uh, and looks absolutely incredible. Um, and yeah, it's it, the show is just it's a total mind fuck and hilarious. What so. what uh, how's it provided to you? What network is it on? Uh, BBC America. Okay. Because I do not do the Netflix, okay, and I still have it. Even though I have Amazon Prime, I have not yet checked out anything that's on Amazon, any of the Amazon Prime shows. Uh, <clears throat> oh, and my other top that, Leroy Jethro Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. uh, Search Party season two is starts November nineteenth, so we got a, a few months. Okay. Did you see that Insidious just signed a new major actress? Yes, I can't um, remember who it is. Maria Bello. There you go. Taking like the place her. of um, the training, the, the the lady who led the training group. Oh, that, she's gone? Yep. She was only for the one season. But her and Will, uh, her and Fez had so much unspoken chemistry. Yep. Uh, she is out. And her and Jethro. Wow. <clears throat> All right. Well, good to know. But we're here to talk about the 1980-something classic. <laughs> The Toy. Starring Robin Williams and LL Cool J, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's The Toy. What do you give the kid who has everything? Daddy said anything I wanted, anything in the store. For Eric Bates, it was the only toy in his father's store. I know what I want. That wasn't for sale. What you're offering me is not a job, sir. It's an insult, and I'm insulted. Now, Jack Brown has been made an offer he can't refuse. $10,000? That kind of money, if Eric blows his nose, you wipe it. And if he can survive one week with Eric... Was I bad? What you were...
word gave a new meaning to the word bad. He may even find himself a friend. If you want a friend, you don't buy a friend. You earn a friend. Richard Pryor, Jackie Gleason, Ned Beatty, and Scott Schwartz in a Richard Donner film, The Toy. Or toy, what is it? Toys. Toys, that's what it was. This is the toy. It is all, it's a, just between you, us, us <laughs> girls here. It just feels like it's all the magic of the original recording. It's good. It's, it's all there. <laughs> so, the movie starts. We have a bad 70s song uh, while looking at stuffed animals. Pretty sure I saw E.T. in there in that pile of stuffed animals. <laughs> uh, and we got people just drinking, smoking, playing cards in the RV park. Gambling for food stamps. Gambling for food stamps. That's what you do. You can't do that anymore. We've got those cards now. And they're talking about how what the different cat foods and dog foods taste like. So they're trying to give you the impression, I would say, Josh, that they're maybe not well off. I would say dirt poor. Uh, we got Richard Pryor, his lady. She drives up and what does her, her RV say? Clan watch. Clan watch. You know what, Clan? There's no such thing as a Ku Klux Klan. Racism is a, it's a fallacy in America. It's now, not a real thing. Anymore. So, so just think of what all the things that have happened <laughs> since we recorded this the last time. <laughs> we recorded this about five to six weeks ago, and where the Ku Klux Klan was a, a thing of the past. You know, I mean, we you know they're there. But you didn't hear from them, except like every four years, David Duke would pop up. Well, my has the America changed. And we're not going to talk about that because we're a fun podcast that you go to escape these things. But what a new meeting Clan Watch has from just five to six weeks ago in 2017. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Hurricane Harvey. Uh... Six weeks ago, oh, never mind. I was gonna make a bad joke. I'm not going to. So, <laughs> oh, uh, since uh, since we've done this, did you guys know this was a remake of a French movie? I did know that. Les I did Jouet. not know that. I did know that. I didn't. I didn't. Les Jeux de <laughs> I I read that uh, prior to last time. However, I did not discuss it. So okay. already more. Already, it's a better, you're getting better more. Show. Better show. We're more laid back because we're, we're relaxed. Everything's great. So Richard Pryor, is, uh, he's trying to finish a book. He's an author, maybe. And he finds out that his house is about to get foreclosed on. Uh, and he's, he's pissed, would you say? Oh, absolutely. He needs, was it, $10,000? Yeah, $10,000. So he goes and he confronts his friend who is supposed to be handling this, the bank guy. His friend, the bank guy. And where does he confront him at, Michael? Uh, at uh, an aerobics class because it's it's the eighties. You're gonna do aerobics. Everyone does aerobics. Richard Pryor greets him, and the first thing he says back to him is "No pain, no pain." <laughs> so he confronts No Pain from the Rocky movies at the aerobics class, and uh, his friend tells him, "Get a job, man." So not only was get get, not only was get uh, No Pain from the Rocky movies able to train. Not not only Rocky but Apollo Creed multiple times. He was able to get his finance degree and uh, and get a job at a bank. He got his finances in order. Yeah. Is what he did. Multi talented. <laughs> so before there's so, there's this chant we talked about on the previous recording. But how did how did it yes. make you feel now, Clint? Hey, Would you like to reenact that chant for me? Get out! Get out! Get out! Get, get a out. job! Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Yeah, so everyone in the aerobics class starts chanting at him. Uh, Jack, get out of here, will you? <laughs> You're just 
disrupting the cab, Let's just get out. Guys, just get out. At the time we did this, I was unemployed, and it made me feel sad, and maybe like I wasn't uh, like I was a leech on society. And now that I'm gainfully employed and urging back up to that one percenter, you still feel like a leech on society. Uh, yeah, I still feel like I no, I feel that people need to work. Dang it! Just because I didn't work all summer, I got a job. I'm on my way to one percent status again. Not really. <laughs> You've got a long way to go. A long way to go. You need to renegotiate that contract. Uh, so he goes to the car wash line, uh, and he's uh, there's a lot of people at the car wash to get a job. And uh, the line is long, and he almost gets hit by a train, a bus, and a car. Just riding along, completely oblivious on his bike. He's oblivious to everything. So what's that supposed to say? That he's a dreamer that doesn't pay attention? Like, what is it supposed to say? Yeah, I think that he's just, he's a dreamer. You know, he wants to write a book. He's not a guy who wants to, to work a nine-to-five. Well, this isn't a guy who's going to work on the railroad. Like, it's definitely not that kind of guy, because he would lose a limb. Right. He's, uh... At a very young age, I had to realize that I was not my father and not good at anything uh, that could produce anything. Like I could not make something for a job and hand it to you that isn't food. Like, uh, and so you find out that there are jobs for people like you where you sit in cubicles all day. And, uh, and then at night, sneak home to create magic uh, via the internet with your voice. And other people's voices. And a webcam? And a webcam. <laughs> hey! You're not supposed to know about that business. So, uh, yeah, Jackie Brown, his name, he's... Uh, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. He, uh, he's not good at much, but he applies to be a cleaning lady. And... Uh, they're specifically trying to hire a woman. He says, I can be a part-time woman. Yes. <laughs> uh, also rather relevant in today's society. Bam. We are, man, America has changed in six weeks. So uh, Ned Beatty won't hire him. He just won't. Won't do it. Uh, and he threatens Ned Beatty that his girlfriend is a lawyer. He's very litigious. Very litigious. So... What do you do if you're Ned Beatty? Well, you get him a job as a cleaning lady, tell him to shave his beard, and put him, put him in a maid outfit. So he does shave his beard, but not the mustache. Not the mustache. Or the legs. Or the legs. <laughs> uh, so really, one of his first maid assignments was in the boardroom. What happens, Josh, in this room of board? <laughs> a lot of boring stuff. A lot of boring stuff. No, he comes in and he's 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 serving serving the serving the meal to the the board of executives, and, which I, I don't see this happening anymore nowadays. That they're they're getting a meal during a high, high level corporate meeting, they're going out somewhere. They're not yeah. they're not getting it catered in by maids. 
No, but uh, he's in the maid outfit, and slowly everybody's everybody's catching on, saying, "Hey, that's one hairy, ugly woman." <laughs> right. And uh, he's he's doing globetrotter impressions, tossing the rolls around. Um, <clears throat> and he gets up to he's throwing the chicken, throwing the chicken. A uh, little bit behind the back, you know, some Sixers <laughs> stuff. He's just making it happen. U.S. Bates, the uh, the owner of ev- anything and everything, comes in. He sits at the head of the table, but he doesn't have his chair pulled in. So he just proceeds to pull the table toward himself and away from everyone else. So Jack Brown decides he's going to fix that, and he pulls the table right back and has a little tug of war with U.S. Yeah, Bates. U.S. Bates is the type of guy, when he wants something, everyone's going to do what he wants. As you said, he's the owner of everything. Well, in this case, uh, Jackie Brown does not – that's not what happens in his world. Everyone should be treated equally, and he does not like that the big boss would inconvenience everyone else for just so he doesn't have to move uh, to eat his dinner. And so Jackie Brown levels the playing field here. And um, we find out also during this meeting, U.S. gets a call that his son's coming home for the week. But uh, this – so Jackie and U.S., they have this tug of war. U.S. tells him to shave and then he fires him. So was he giving him advice, Michael? Like, hey, you should shave. Like, it will help your job prospects because now you're fired. Well, he wanted uh, – obviously, he's the kind of person that cares about the downtrodden, and this is his way <laughs> of giving back to the community is to tell them, you know, you're homeless? Get a job. You're a black guy with a mustache? Shave your mustache. You know, more teams would be interested in hiring you if you, if you cut off your uh, afro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he then shaves – or he then not shaves. He uh, then spills soup in U.S.'s lap and walks out and pretends he's not fired. He tells Ned Beatty it went great. And uh, he goes down to the store, basically, right? And then he's just kind of playing in the store. Yeah, he's, uh, have, have, sorry, please go ahead, the, the best thing about um, whatever I get fired, I just pretend like you didn't get fired. You got to win this one. All right. We got six seconds, and we don't win the Super Bowl. And I didn't come this far, goddammit, to lose the Super Bowl, okay? I'm the Wonder Wheel champion of the world! America, Wonder Wheel! The best one... The best. Oh, Wonder Wheel. Don't. Wonder Wheel. Come on, Wonder Wheel. Don't you can't. We've been through too much together, Wonder Wheel. Come on. Come on, Wonder Wheel. Come on, you can do it. Wonder Wheel. I don't want to go through life being a Wonder Wheel mother. Come on, I want you to play with kids. Come on, Wonder Wheel. You haven't even been to the zoo. Wonder Wheel, you never even touched water. Come on, Wonder Wheel. Touch your heart. I know what I want. He likes the Wonder Wheel. Let's get let's blow it up right away. The black man. Just keep showing up. Just proceed to the re- the rest of your responsibilities, which are cleaning the store. Right? <laughs> so he's down in the store, clean, but he's mostly just playing. Uh, talking to mannequins. Talking to mannequins. I, we see a Confederate flag in the background. 
I guess to me, I I I caught this on this viewing or the viewing before where he was talking about the he was he was talking about the football game, and he was like playing football with the mannequins. He's like, I didn't come this yeah. far to come this far to lose this game, man. <laughs> Tells the mannequins to make sure they cover Matuzak, yeah. John Matuzak, yeah. Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> yes, uh, which. Josh, I noticed you have a Goonies shirt on yes. today. Yes, I do. Well, and of course, the it. whole Wonder Wheel thing, it's hilarious. Just watch it. Like, if they could just put props up and have him do comedy in the in the toy store, like, that would be a movie in itself for me. Uh, so the kid uh, walks in. Little uh, Hitler. Little Hitler, U.S.'s <laughs> son. And he's got his handlers. And he says, I want that black man as a toy. So he says... I didn't write. And this it. is where we find out that all of uh, all of the Grant uh, Bates family lackeys refer to him as Master Bates, <laughs> and all of the handlers are still kind of up in the air. I'm not sure if that's still a thing anymore. Can you still own people? Is that still a thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the kid goes uh, back to the house. He's having dinner with his father, who does not know of this uh, purchase. Uh, and U.S. Bates in a, a, a smashing smoking jacket. Yeah, a fine smoking jacket there for uh, Mr. To the Moon himself, Jackie Gleason, playing the role as U.S. Bates here. And so we have a German woman, and she's just yelling at Eric. She's yelling at little Hitler. Little Hitler just does what he wants when he wants, just like his dad, basically. Uh, and he wants to spend time with his dad. Baron's being raised to be just, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 so he wants to spend time with his dad but his dad's busy and he's telling him all the fun things that he'll get to do without him and then uh the crate arrives correct are they going to the room where the it crate arrives is? into the, the room and we are transported instantly to silver spoons <laughs> <laughs> it looks exactly like silver spoons set oh that was reading rainbow it's did Silver Spoons have a, a song? Yeah, at the beginning of the Silver Spoons song. Silver Spoons forever. Is that right or no? <laughs> I don't know. All right. We just had Rick, Rick Schroeder in it. And of course, we've got spoons and, and they're the, silver. The future star of Fresh Prince of Bel Air as well. Yeah, Alfonso. Yeah. Did you watch Silver Spoons, Josh? I saw maybe a couple episodes. What? I did not I did not watch much TV. Yeah, that's why I asked. I knew you didn't up. watch a lot. What did you do uh, then? Play outside? <laughs> have friends <laughs> TV's my Stupid. best friend he's never going to stop being Stupid. my best friend <laughs> so my, my father controlled the TV and oh. we would watch a lot of those uh, A&E and predecessor of the History Channel war documentaries oh, okay. World War 2, Vietnam if it involved tanks or jets or helicopters we were watching <laughs> so Jackie's trapped in this crate and uh, when he gets out, U.S. starts questioning Jackie like it's his fault. Uh, but he's in the crate. He's in a, a suit and, or a bow and packing peanuts. And U.S. kind of sees the, uh, hey, he's get, already getting paid to play with my son. Why can't I just do this the whole time he's here? Uh, so he calls him into his office, also sporting a Confederate flag. Uh, <laughs> Michael, what's the conversation like in his office? What's the goal here? How do I get this black man to just hang out with my son? Because my son obviously doesn't love me. 
Well, my, I think it's more of my son loves me, but I don't have time for him. Okay. The cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> Little boy blue with the man on the moon. Maybe not. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. But we'll, we'll get, get together, together then. then. And you're the guys that hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, Dad. Next time, Dad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he's basically negotiating with Jackie. How much, do we remember how much he bought him for? So initially it's low-balled, and he... He does like a temporary yeah. agreement, but in reality, he wants that ten thousand dollars, right? I think they ended up at like fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred, something like that. I think that. it was twenty five hundred. That's what it was, and uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, but we know, as Michael just alluded to, the ten grand. We know more money at some point has to take place because he needs that ten grand, and otherwise, this whole point of this movie is out the door because Jackie needs that money. So. Uh, Jackie ends up, uh, knocking over the dominoes that you can see that that's the one thing Jackie Gleason enjoys in life. Spent a month setting Spent up a that month domino setting display. Him up. He probably does Civil War dioramas as well. You get that <laughs> Sorry. Now, oh, he offered him $400 a week, but he, but Jackie really wants to be, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had it here. Jackie really wants to be a reporter. Uh, but he doesn't want Jackie to work on his newspaper because Jackie's african-american but that's not what he would call the paper's not hiring (laughs) blacks yes the paper is not hiring blacks i believe was the term so uh he tells his uh he calls and he tells his woman he has a job as a toy and u.s tells his wife not eric's mom i just bought a black man (laughs) and her response is I wasn't aware that we sold those. (laughs) Then she says, wait, is there a real life black man in this house? (laughs) And now we get more silver spoons dish, as you referenced earlier, Josh. We got Eric driving the car through the halls and down the stairs. He, uh, Jackie ends up having to lock him in the closet. And as, as he's being carried to the closet, he's repeatedly yelling, you can't do this to me. I'm Eric Bates. I'm Eric Bates. I'm Baron Trump. (laughs) (laughs) The butler. Uh, there, there might be a little bit of bitterness that comes through <laughs> in this episode. I don't know. Send your hate tweets too. <laughs> so the butler is he high fives Jackie like he's always wanted to lock this kid in the closet or do something. We we also the butler is always drunk. Now what we find out later is that the butler had a job for a family that he really liked, but in a card game. He uh, was lost and now has to work for the Bates family. Who are nothing but so, quality people. Nothing but fine, fine people. We meet, the, we meet during all of this the robot, uh, and I'm pretty sure it said, Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so back, back to our Rocky Four episode. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Polly was trying to do that robot anyway. <laughs> so we got Polly's robot and no pain in the same yeah. movie. But so uh, Eric lies to his dad about why he's in the closet because uh, he doesn't want Jackie to get in trouble. And maybe Eric, Eric, I have found as a disciplinarian of children that children crave discipline. <laughs> Michael, take notes. Okay, they prefer they prefer discipline than not to be disciplined. So sometimes they act out to, as a test. To see if you love them. Uh, 
Everyone wants proof. Everyone wants proof. <laughs> so then they take a bath together. <laughs> it's just, Did I miss anything? It's just, uh, it's just a black oh. man taking a bath with a small white boy. Who he's paid to hang out with. Yeah. We, we, there is one, one lighted discussion where we find out that uh, U.S. US Bates is being investigated. He's going to be indicted. So he decides the easiest way to get around that is to throw a party for the senator that's got some pull. Yes. So at some point, we now know a party will happen. And, I'm sure uh, nothing will go wrong. As when uh, Frau walks in and discovers the, them bathing together, we discover that she's got a bad case of jungle fever. <laughs> Frau wants some of Jackie. Mr. Brown, are you brown all over? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is all stuff that was in this movie, yeah, yeah. people. We are not. We are not just making things up. We are not being inappropriate. More so than the movie was. <laughs> after after Jack escapes from Frau, he's walking around trying to find a place where he can get dry clothes. And uh, Fancy Bates, uh, the uh, current and probably temporary Mrs. Bates, uh, runs into him and takes him to the room, the dining room, where U.S. is hosting donors and friends and says, see what U.S. bought for his boy today. This could really <laughs> solve the unemployment situation. <laughs> Uh, so Jackie loves U.S.'s wife's boobs. Loves them. Uh, we get to the next, or right a little before the dinner, uh, we have Eric uh, pours oatmeal on Jackie. Uh, and then they decide to wear matching Spider-Man suits. And that's uh, that's when Frau really tries to, uh, well, I said, I said the R word. Tries to rape Jack. Okay. I don't know. But, but, uh, but yeah, US, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, she did. I mean, yeah. she was all... There's no getting around. We, we, yeah. talk, we talked about this before, but I'm going to touch base with it again. Like, it really feels okay. like Eric Bates is like our friend Adam. Sorry. Yeah. Like, he's like a spoiled brat. I mean, he... like he... Dun, 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 dun. Doesn't work. That's why. Doesn't... It works! It works! Oh! Oh, what a wheel! Stop! I admit it, it works! Okay, stop, Wonder Wheel! Nice Wonder Wheel! Wonder Wheel! He'll try to buy buy your attention. They're like, hey, I'll buy you concert tickets or I'll buy you game tickets. And like, he'll do weird practical jokes and he'll be the only person laughing out of the group of like 10 people. And you're like, dude, that wasn't funny. Everyone here thinks that's not funny. You're the only one laughing. And I... Like the to- oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Like the time in junior high where I turned around and he punched me in the face. Ha <laughs> that That's funny. hilarious. <laughs> you got a black eye. But it's just, it feels like... But I did get a chance to visit him at the high school reunion that Glenn was unavoidably detained and was not able to go to. Did not want to go. But I, I honestly, I, uh, I helped me. I did not really have. I got to hang out uh, with other people I enjoyed at the high school reunion. I, uh, I helped me re- refill my hate tank. So hopefully I'll be able to. <laughs> I'll, hopefully I will get Earth Day 2 done and out, out of the closet and onto the Internet. I'm still waiting to have my screening of Earth Day One. Okay, it's uh, any time. I I have it, so that's on me. So next <laughs> next time that you're over, we will plan on extra time so you can screen it. Uh, 
So, uh, yes, so she introduces the Jack to U.S.'s friends as the new toy. Uh, Jack wants to leave, and he tells Eric it's not about money. And he, at this point, Jack's just mad. He knows that he, you know, at this point, the, like, the need for money is being insulted by his pride and everything that he has to do. So Eric tricks Jack, uh, which makes the alarm go off. And therefore, the limo drivers start chasing the, quote, Negro. Yelling all the stereotypes. <laughs> as a suspect. Didn't they say something else, too? Uh, he's probably on drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said a lot of bad things. So, uh, and so, yeah, he leaves. He tells not about the money. Eric turns the sprinklers on to ruin the dinner party. And the kid throws a fit to his parents saying, I want Jack back. Now, under your theory... Michael, does that mean that if Eric continued on this path, he would be arrested by the U.S. military? <laughs> that's okay, your, we'll continue. <laughs> that's, just, that's yet to be determined, Glenn. Well, no, he was arrested. Okay. I didn't say convicted. Okay, no, nope. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> you brought it up. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ned Beatty ends up waking up Jack <laughs> and Jack said no absolutely not he will not go and this, did he get the $10,000 offer here yes he did and he takes it and then he's going to go sleep with his wife or something and he invites Ned Beatty to yeah, well, join right. <laughs> we're getting ready to get busy in here you want to join 10 grand join in well it feels like there's a lot of people in US Bates' life the, the butler and then I guess to the the uh, the maid to a certain extent, but like his personal servant Ned Beatty, who does all the b- business stuff, they're self medicating with all alcohol because they can't deal with being around him. Right, and the kid doesn't get a chance to self medicate or anything because he's a kid, so he just has to be a little dick. But it definitely feels like cocaine's in this kid's future unless something happens. <laughs> If it is well, already. let me see. He's what eight and eighty. But yeah, by the time, yeah, yeah, he'll be doing coke by the end of the decade. <laughs> so, uh, when Jack gets back, Eric has a surprise for him, and he dumps milk on Jack. He's hiding under the breakfast cart. He ruins breakfast, and Jack just wants to spank him. He wants to give him that discipline he knows he needs, and he tells him that you don't buy friends; you earn them, and. Jack wants to play newspaper, and then they end up going fishing. Like Eric's like, no, I want to go fishing. So the piranhas end up biting Jack, uh, which Eric did not tell him were in there. No, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. He did tell them they were in there, but Jack didn't believe him. That's right. That's right. You're right. Are we to assume is this like and is this Atlanta or is this New Orleans? New Orleans. It's New Orleans. It's in Louisiana. Okay, so yeah. we're to assume that the house they filmed that is in Baton Rouge. Okay, so I could the could but, the but could they survive in that lake? I don't know. They probably could. I, if I've learned anything from swamp people, anything can survive <laughs> in Louisiana. Hashtag so, truth. Hashtag. <laughs> so at this point, uh, Jack Stumble and Eric Stumblebung, Ned Beatty. Uh, who is, you know, U.S.'s right-hand man, and he's drunk. And he just had to fire a guy because he had two, his hands were too sweaty, and U.S. didn't like him. Uh, 
And you can tell, as you mentioned earlier, everyone is self-medicating around U.S. because he's a horrible person and no one can stand him. And the adults have to deal with, you know, much larger repercussions than the kid does, uh, even though it will affect the kid for the rest of his life uh, and he will turn into a cokehead murderer. So, uh, Eric uh, decides he does want to start the newspaper. And U.S. sees Eric and Jack, and they're kind of wrestling around in a way where if I didn't, if I wasn't paying a guy to hang out with my kids, I'd be pretty upset if I walked in just on a, a guy wrestling with my son. <laughs> but since he paid the guy to be there, I guess it's okay. Uh, then Jack, he turns the tables and he dumps stuffs on Eric's head. If I'm leaving anything out, oh, you're good. All right, so. Eric wants the sex talk. It's very uncomfortable, especially from a stranger you just met three days earlier. <laughs> so uh, you and you and your wife, they, you mate, right? <laughs> what, what do you do with your thing? Yes. This brings me to another topic, uh, beta porn. Uh, so <laughs> I've almost done remodeling portions of the house. So my thoughts before going to bed are focused on GI Joe. So I've ended these different GI Joe groups on Facebook and Facebook has this thing pop up when you join another group and they're like, you might be interested in the 80, 80, 80s porn group. And you're like, really Facebook? This is a thing. Thank you, Facebook. But yes, eventually I will be in this group, but not right oh, now. Oh, you haven't joined yet? <laughs> not right See, now. my problem is is that I don't know if they still do, but Facebook announces when you join yes, a I'm group. Like, I can't <laughs> I can't be in this group right now. Eventually right. eventually I won't have a job and I won't care. I don't care about the people at church find out. What am I gonna say? No, yeah, I love eighties porn. What's the big deal? <laughs> Just make a separate profile. <laughs> So once we run out of uh, topics for the uh, Awesome Ace podcast, the 80s porn co- podcast is just around the corner. And remember, Eruption, it's not a movie about Mount St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Eruption. It's, it's got John Holmes. He's an X-rated nerd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that movie. I remember the case. <laughs> anyway. In, in It's beta case, actually. So... I have this written down, and I don't want to remember why, but it's the line, what did your boobs look like before? <laughs> Anyone know why? Uh, he was, uh, they were interviewing Fancy for the newspaper. Yeah. Oh. And she, and she said <laughs> about her meeting yes. U.S., uh, she was just, a, just a, a skinny little scared thing in the bar. Yes. And he gave me new hair, and then he gave me new boobs. Yes. The propellers. The propellers, <laughs> and then they knocked uh, they knocked the uh, dominoes over again. Now, did we have a conversation about Fancy being naked in other movies? That seems familiar to me. She I'll m- just look it up. She offline. was she was she mostly naked or like ninety percent naked when they break into his office? And she was just mostly naked. That was the painting. The painting, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the the painting because uh, when they broke into his office, they hit the button. And it made the her in the dress, which, by the way, that painting looks very much like the one that Jay Jansen has of his wife. (laughs) 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 uh, You can can walk past his office and it's kind of reminiscent of somebody else's downtown office you might recognize. (laughs) He uh, hits the button and her dress slides off and there's the boobs in the painting. Yep. 
So they decide to start playing newspaper. They interview Fancy, and they interview lots of people who work uh, there for U.S., and they're getting some pretty interesting stories. Find out that U.S. is pretty much a dick. Eric is learning, yeah, his dad's a horrible human being. He's just a businessman taking care of his interests, Glenn. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, they end up getting arrested for trying to print the newspaper at one of U.S.'s facilities. They, they broke into the they broke into the <laughs> the the paper the the newspaper office. The, yeah, the printer shop there. It's kind of like a weird kind of racist scene where he's like, "I'll get Richard Pryor to break in for me. I'll get Jackie to break in for me. But wait, I'll have the keys. I just want to see if he can break in for me." <laughs> he asked him. Uh, Eric asked Eric asked him, "Do you know how to how to break in?" He said, "Of course, it's part of the black cultural imperative." <laughs> So, uh, Eric ends up breaking him out of jail. <laughs> uh, and he stages the jailbreak. And then they go out and they start handing their newspaper out to everyone. And a helicopter gets sent for them back at the house. And U.S. talks to him and he offers to hire Jackie at the bugle. And he does this in front of Eric so he can kind of show Eric who's boss. Like, my money is what's most important in life. He can show him that he is Ted DiBiase and everybody has a price. (laughs) (laughs) So Eric feels betrayed. Uh, And then we kind of cut back now to the party, right? I think that's where we're at here. Well, it just feels like, I mean, he's got a house he's got to pay for. It's his mother's house. He's doing the fiscally responsible thing. He wants a job, and he wants to pay for the what's left of the mortgage on his mother's house so it doesn't get repossessed by the bank. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. So and he's they, just trying uh, to take care of business. Yeah, Jack and, Jack and Eric have a little heart-to-heart about why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Uh, so it feels like slowly but surely, Eric Little Hitler Bates is becoming a better person. Kind of. He's kind of starting to grow a heart. Uh, So the senator shows up at the big party. And Angela, uh, that is Jackie Brown's lady, he shows up uh, to call out the senator for taking money from the KKK. So she's got the Klan watchmobile out. And uh, Jack tells her that he's going to take care of it. Don't make a scene. This is my job. I'll take care of it. Well, it feels like that he's like, okay, getting arrested, but he doesn't want her to get arrested. Right, and there's lots of clan members at this party everywhere. And yeah, U.S. U.S. goes to uh, both the the Grand Wizard and the Senator and the Senator and uh, introduce them. Neither of them knows about the other. I should say the Senator doesn't, doesn't know. Yeah, the Senator doesn't know about the Grand Wizard, and he tells both of them if they knew this was a fundraiser, we'd all be all alone. Right. So it kind of it gets you that feeling where it makes you feel like that maybe Jackie Gleason's character in this movie, U.S. Bates, really has no friends. He just has business relationships. Absolutely. Like, they, he talks about his parties he throws at a couple times during the movie, but they're all business parties. Or there, there's there's yes men, and then there's, like, business relationships. That's all Right. He has, he has no life. true friends. Yeah. And... Uh, U.S. basically, and Eric basically exposed the party for what it is. And uh, U.S. fires Jackie. Well, 
well, we this is the this is the scene where they're driving the go karts and knocking over pies and cakes are flying in the air and tent stakes are flying and people end up in the pool and Jackie Gleason's gonna die in the bottom of the pool. Right. Any other uh, things you remember of this scene? That sums up pretty well. A giant food fight. Giant. Oh yeah. Uh, the police end up getting hit, so people start getting arrested. And then uh, once U.S. is U.S. owe it. And one thing that we haven't yet mentioned is when uh, fancy refers to U.S. It's not U.S. It's U.S. U.S. Uh, when U.S. ends up in driving his golf cart to the pool, Jack, who doesn't know how to swim, once again, capitalizing on the wonderful stereotypes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dives in to save him. Uh, Clancy ends up getting arrested. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Clancy the Klansman. <laughs> yep, Clancy the Klansman. Uh, so you guys comes after them in the golf cart. Like you said, he ends up in the pool full of balloons. Uh, they argue underwater. And Jack talks to U.S. and then he leaves. And Eric uh, runs away. When, uh, when, we were watch- when my wife and I were watching this movie in the middle of that party, she turned to me and said, you know... This is probably a part of it. It's happening somewhere in D.C. right now. <laughs> and as we discussed earlier, given the events of the last few weeks, that's probably even more so true now. Yeah. Right? Well, there, uh, there's, there's that scene immediately after that party where U.S. and Jackie Brown, uh, Richard Pryor's character, and he's just talking about how he controls this, he controls that. People will believe whatever I say. Uh, whatever I say is the truth. It's, uh, it's kind of reminiscent of somebody else in pop culture, but I, I can't quite place it. <laughs> so Eric runs away. What what happens from here? I Don't know. speak up at once. Okay, please. we won't. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> I, since I've been, I, I have a, ha- a habit of trampling all over Michael when he tries to talk. Well, I was giving him opportunity to talk. <laughs> Um, uh, Eric runs directly to Jack's house and tries to get Jack to let him stay with him. And Jack tells him, no, can't do that. Oh, but we missed, uh, the conversation where, uh, U.S. and Jack were talking about, you know, this is the way U.S. runs things. Yeah. Jack was trying to explain to him how he needs to care for Eric and be a father to him and tell him he loves him and he demonstrates what to do. So he sits down and in U.S.'s lap and says, tell me you love me. And he says, I love you. Louder. Yell it. He yells, I love you. And Fancy walks in. (laughs) Right in the middle of it. You kinky little devil. Oh, when they find each other, he's playing with the shotgun. And of course, like, just those weird voices that Richard Pryor makes they're just hilarious when he does like his weird act and he goes into the full over the topness it's hilarious i love watching richard pryor just do goofy stuff uh so what ends up happening is they end up on an agreement where eric will go to military school what are and then he spends one week with uh, U.S. and one week uh, yeah, with good. Jack a year, right? Yeah. yeah, he'll have two weeks two weeks away from school, and one week he'll be with U.S., and one will be with Jack. And then they kind of set up a sequel? Maybe. Not, but it never happens. Well, so. you, kind of, you kind of get the feeling, because they mentioned one of his wives is in a mental institution, because he feels like he keeps yeah. threatening the big boob. What's big boob lady, lady's name? 
Fancy. 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 He keeps threatening Fancy to send her to a mental institution. And then he's got... So at least this is at least his third wife. So one's in the mental institution. One is Eric's mom, who obviously has no contact with him anymore. And one is Fancy. So it just... It just it just gives you a snapshot into U.S.'s life where he just can't fathom that people would be loyal to him. And he can't fathom that people don't love him unconditionally, even though he's a giant a-hole. Well, now U.S. learns love. Yes, yeah, so ho- every, hopefully Eric learned love. And, and the black man taught him both. And U.S. learned love and the black man taught him love. And it only had to, only had to purchase one black man. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. And uh, in the, I do want to point out in the uh, legacy uh, that uh, Bobby Joe, uh, former, well, sometimes she could be back at some time. I don't want to say former co-host, but she uh, appears here and there as a guest. Uh, Josh showed up with his his notes, handwritten and laminated, so he can start making a notebook of his podge notes that will sell to you one day consumers I think, i'm gonna get them autographed by you guys <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be able to sell this thing off on ebay for at least a buck fifty done but and i'll buy it <laughs> i think jake has a three-hole punch so you could like put him in a <laughs> well thank you guys for listening uh this is as you said it was a bonus episode so it'll be dropped somewhere in the middle of police month uh or police two months probably by the time it all is said and done but thank you guys for listening we appreciate it. Thank you, Josh, as always, for coming on the show. Thank I'm you. Lawrence. This is Michael. I'm Josh. Stay awesome, everybody. Stay awesome. Don't fuck with the babysitter. <laughs> hey, man, 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 game over. Let's get out of here. Like now. Hello, Mr. Hyde. Au revoir. Au revoir, Pee-wee. Au revoir, Simone. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. It's Miller time. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.